either way, you're gonna get us all killed. The size of that thing. I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. I'm your host Georgette and as always you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter and you can follow the podcast at Just The Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram and don't forget to use the hashtag JTTPod to get involved in the conversation. So we're back another week and I have a very, I have two exciting guests with me. Um... I have a couple. It is my first couple. Um, oh, really? So I'm just like, ooh, what is this do? <laughs> first um, time for everything. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves to the people. Okay. I am Mrs. Truth or Truth in the Booty. And I'm um, Mr. Truth. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> so I'm being joined today by Mr. and Mrs. Truth. Um, some guys might know who you are already. They might know Truth in the Booty. Some might not, but we will get into into them. Oh, God, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, icebreaker. So my first one for you guys is what's one thing that you've both thought or said that you wouldn't ever do sexually, but you've actually highly enjoyed it? So one thing that you're like, oh my God, I'd never do that. Anal. Yeah. 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 I said like, no, I don't understand why people do this. Like... <laughs> strange and then now I do it and like I enjoy it a lot so yeah never say never (laughs) how about you Mr. Truth um do you know what I think probably having my ass ate yeah yeah because I'd think beforehand you just never I don't know you just never even think or that just doesn't even cross your mind that that might be something that you'll be into yeah especially as a guy and then when it happens, you know, you're just like, shit. What about I be missing out on? Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. So definitely okay. those. I'm I'm probably gonna say mine would be both of those. Mm. So like when I was younger, like I, I never understood anal. Like I I didn't get why people wanted to do it. Mm. And I was just like, nothing's supposed to go in there. Like yeah. <laughs> It's such a, a very small, tight hole. Like, that's it's not supposed to happen. Yeah. But the older that I've got and, and the more I've I've tried, I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, why not? It's yeah. not that bad. Like, I'm I'm definitely not, like, an anal pro, which is something that, like, I want to get onto you or ask you about. Like, mm-hmm. I'm almost envious of <laughs> all of your, like, anal toys. Because I'm just like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, and actually there was one that, that you put up and I was just like, I want that. So I bought it in black. I bought the foxtail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that you one. see that? Yeah. That's fucking painful. So, <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like, I feel like maybe I need something smaller. Yeah. Cause you have to go by different sizes cause some are like really big and yeah. then like the beginner sizes are like smaller. Yeah. So it's like less like cumbersome and then you can work your way up. Yeah. So, like, are you at, like, ultimate size? No, I wouldn't say that. I feel like when it comes to, like, butt plugs and stuff, I'm not too big on, like, say, getting them, like, a massive size. Yeah. Like, especially with the tail one, it's more like 
you have something in and then like it's stylish that it's got the tail. Yeah. It's more that type of thing. So I'd rather like when I'm actually like having penetration, that's when like, you know, you can feel like a bigger size yeah, or like yeah. what's happening. But the actual toys themselves, I don't need them to be like huge or huge, anything. Yeah. yeah, for real. Like funnily enough, I was, I was watching porn last night and I was watching this girl be fisted. Oh, wow. Anally fisted by this by this this other girl, and like she started with I think like two fingers, and then her hand just went <laughs> yeah. in, just and I was in. literally <laughs> slipped in, and I was just like, "What the hell?" Like, obviously, I'm aware that in porn they would have had the time prior to like yeah, laughing, yeah, stuff, and to yeah. get turned on and and the prep. So I get that, but even watching it, I was just like, it just looked too easy. Uh. Yeah, it's like it's amazing what the human body can do. Yeah. And like they say, anybody can like get up to the point where they can do like fisting, fisting and stuff. Yeah. It's like not something that like appeals to me at the moment, but it's just like, when you see it, it's just wild. You're just yeah, like, somebody's literally. got their whole hand. Yeah, yeah, their yeah. whole there. hand. <sighs> mental, fucking <laughs> mental. Okay, um, my second icebreaker. What's been one of your most embarrassing sexual experiences? Hmm. If you've ever had any. Embarrassing. I'm trying to think. I feel like I fell off the bed one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? For, uh, I can't really say there's been anything that's really been that embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing or something that's happened that I'm like, oh shit, I wish that didn't happen. Yeah, so yeah. I can't really say, uh, or more, we go into it with conviction. So. Yeah, or like you can just laugh off stuff as well. Yeah. I think like maybe like say the f- the first few times I squirted, I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, did I wet myself? Did this happen? And it's like, you what? And then you think like, oh, I've messed up the bed sheets and now this has happened. And it's just, but then when you work your mind around, you're just like, it's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. happened just a couple of days ago. I was surprised things. though. <laughs> In my defense, yeah. I was surprised. Because she doesn't squirt like, very often yeah so we we're having fun um we we're using one of those ones yeah you know the one you can plug into the wall yeah and then so we was doing that on the bed and i think there was a pillow underneath yeah. you as well okay that's what shocked me so then it. she started squirting everywhere and then midway through it she's like oh the pillow, the pillow. <laughs> yeah because i was like i don't i've never squirted on a pillow before and usually, like, if it's on the sheets, it's not a big deal because we've got, like, um, a waterproof undersheet anyway. Okay. Like, I've, I've learnt my lesson to yeah. just, like, have that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, not on the pillow because I'm like, wait, do I have spare pillows? <laughs> this is the sort of stuff that's going through. Is it washable? This is the sort of stuff. In porn, this doesn't happen. But in yeah. practically, in real life, yeah, you're yeah, like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, all the actual practicality. Yeah. Shit. You don't see that in porn. Yeah, yeah. But 100%, because I, I think I would be the same... Because I'm thinking, I don't have a spare pillow. Yeah. Can I wash my pillow? Yeah. I sleep on this pillow. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Completely get it. It's all right, though. Like, he took the fall for it. So, like, he was missing, like, a spare pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah. Did that's the right. chivalrous thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Um, and would you guys like a safe word? Mm, I'll go for pineapple. Pineapple. Uh, I'm not going to have a safe word. Go all in, all in. I love that energy. Okay, cool. So um, I kind of wanted, and I think for myself as well, to understand where 
true fit in the booty came from, like how it started, how you kind of got to where you're at now. Just like, just to kind of give people a better understanding of what truth like in the booty. From. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say, believe it or not, I am a recovering prude. Okay. I think I started off like, um, I think there's always been that thing in me innate, which has been like curious about sex and stuff, but also a side of me that's tried to like contain it. Mm-hmm. So that has taken like a while to like work around and feel comfortable with. And the idea of the, the idea of the blog was actually like um, Mr. Truth's idea. Okay. And like at the time, like I've had like issues with like feeling um, like having issues with my body, mm-hmm. um, not being sure about like what I looked like, um, if that was acceptable or not. And he would always be telling me like, no, like, you look beautiful, you yeah. look good, and always like encouraging me. But it's like a lot of the times it was like hard to properly like take it in. Yeah, yeah. And um, when we like started exploring and stuff like that, because there are different times like when we'd be having sex or like even not having sex, like he'd take pictures of me and stuff like that. And he had the idea about, oh, like I found this. Um, have you been on like Tumblr before? Like mm-hmm. people post like all of this stuff that they feel like posting. Like I feel like you should have a blog as well and I was like so you think that I should like <laughs> post up pictures with me not wearing any clothes so that sounds like a wild idea was this before you got married this was after after you got married yeah okay so um when set up the blog and stuff it was more like talking about my sexuality yeah like getting more comfortable with that also like um sharing more my body and stuff and like the reaction to it like really took me aback. Yeah. Like I was taken aback by by people's reaction because it's like, it's not just him who's saying things, that like other people are saying things. Like yeah. the flaws that I'm pointing out, other people are not seeing yeah. them or they're not even seeing them as flaws. And I was just like, oh. So I think that kind of gave me a bit more perspective as well. And also like an open space to like talk about stuff because in the grand scheme of things, the stuff that we do is unusual to most people. Mm. So it's not something that you'd have like normal, like dinner talk conversation yeah, that you talk mm. about this stuff. But like, I can just blurt it out into like cyberspace and like, yeah, then every now and again, somebody might say, oh yeah, I've done that. Or I would like to do that. Yeah. And it just became like, yeah, bigger than I expected it to be. That's so cool. And I think it's, it's actually quite nice to hear that it was Mr. Truth's idea, like, do you know what mm. I mean? Like, as a way of, of trying to help you build your confidence about yeah. your body, like, I highly rate that. Yeah, because at the time, you know, there's, I think everybody got, everybody's got some kind of uh, insecurities or yeah. things about them that mm-hmm. they don't feel comfortable with. But, you know, really and truly, you know, everybody's got, so, or everybody has stuff about them that every everybody would find attractive yeah. or nice, but you just have to see that in yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so I just thought, you know, by um, going on the internet, um, going on Tumblr, creating that page, um, she could start to see uh, some of the things that everybody else sees in her mm. and then maybe start to internalize that positivity. Yeah. Because, you know, for, you know, throughout life, you just get, there's a lot of negative stuff out there, mm-hmm. but it's important to have, you know, that kind of, um, positive outlook yeah. on things as well. And I think it's like very easy to internalize the negative and discount all of the positive. Yeah. And that's something that you see like a lot around you. 
And when you look at things like with a clearer head and with more perspective, you can choose to look at more of the positives. And like, I mean, there's so many things like in this world that are meant to make you feel bad about yourself. Like it's easier if everyone feels bad about themselves Mm. and they don't feel confident. So just being able to like appreciate yourself and be compassionate to yourself and to value yourself, not always expecting yourself to be something else can be like quite a powerful act and it's like it's not something that's like okay now I'm fixed yeah that's it it's like it's a continuous thing that you have to keep on learning and relearning stuff and so on that's very dope so like has the dynamic of your relationship always been very open and like have you guys always been what am I trying to ask you guys like well, like open-minded yeah. to try stuff. Like from when you first got together yeah. to when you got married, or like mm-hmm. when did it when did That's it change? It like if it did, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's just like a ongoing kind of journey. Like I think from the beginning of when mm-hmm. we were together, you know, we were always both quite open-minded people, but not to the level of um, like, like the stuff that now. we're doing now. Yeah. Like for example, you know, when we were first together. Um, Mrs. Truth worked inside a shop <laughs> and then she one of the times she invited me to come down to the shop yeah. when it was uh, and then closed it up and then we went into the back and started fucking Man, in the yeah. back of the shop. So, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But then at the same time, um, Mrs. Truth, as she said, she's a recovering prude. So say, <laughs> like, well, for, when we first met, she was like, I'm not giving head. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah I was like, like so much stuff in my upbringing Okay, yeah. It's like, because um, there's a lot of males in my family mm-hmm. and it's like, you hear how they talk about girls. Yeah. Like you have male friends, you hear how they talk about girls. And like anytime I heard a story about a guy like getting head, it was always like, oh, um, I enjoyed it, but it was always on the level of like degrading the woman, woman. for doing it. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not into that. Yeah. So when it's with someone like that you trust and it's like, you just start unlearning things like, why is this like an issue? Yeah. So, yeah, so right. I think the main thing is that it wasn't like we just got together and we were automatically super freaks doing yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. but just a journey of seeing stuff and then being open to start discussing with each other. Like, oh, I've seen this. It looks a bit interesting. Do you want to try that? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it just kind of really built on from there that yeah. just trying different stuff and really, it was just having a being able to have a dialogue with each other where you're not going to be judged for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I could say something. If she's not into it, that's cool. But yeah. there's nothing that, oh, how dare you say that? Yeah. yeah. And then the same, the other way around, she could say anything. Most times I'll be up for it anyway. But, yeah. You know, there'll be no judgment. <laughs> Even if she said something wild though, yeah. I would be like, all right, that's cool. I'm not into it. But, yeah. you know. Or he might suggest something and I'll be like, yeah, we can try it. Other times I might be, I might be like, oh, let me think about it for a bit more. But it's not like, yeah, why are you bringing this to me? Mm. Why would you mm. think that? Why is this in your mind? Like, it's not like that. Can you give an example of like something that you brought to each other? So like one thing that you've suggested to Mr. Truth and vice versa. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's loads, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I, you know, one of the ones that I remember is 
when Mrs. Truth was like, I want to choke someone. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was just like, wow, where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you try okay. to choke? I was like, okay, like, we can give it a go. Mm. Yeah. And then, yeah, then she, um, I think it was another girl that you yeah. choked the first time. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I started to feel like, shit, actually, yeah, I want to choke someone as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, yeah. I, uh, you know, when we're doing stuff, I choke Mrs. Truth yeah. or you know, with other people as well, end up choking them. It just becomes uh, like when you're exploring new stuff sexually, like it's sometimes it's just you get an urge for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't even explain yeah, where it's yeah, coming yeah. from. It's just like, shit, just I want to do this. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. How about you? Like anything that that he suggested? Yeah. Hmm. It's probably been a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's <laughs> been a lot of things that he's might have suggested. Like probably um, one thing was like anal play, like in the beginning. Okay. And I was like, okay, like I never, cause I hadn't like thought of like doing that before. And at first I was just like, wow, that's how would I do it? Mm-hmm. How do you, like what? what do you do to like build up to that type of thing? And it just seems like I was quite surprised by it. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that you were yeah. into that. But yeah, like we've both got into it and explored it. And yeah, like, as you said, like sometimes you don't know where an idea is coming mm-hmm. from exactly, but mm-hmm. it comes up, but it shouldn't be like, you don't feel that you can talk about it or yeah, explore yeah. it. And I think the first, I remember the first time I ate her ass, it was, uh, I was really, I was nervous to like bring it up to her. Okay. And I was like, uh, let's try it. I want to try something tonight. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I want to try something. Just uh, be ready, you know. Yeah, and then my back is up. It's like, what's he going to do? Yeah. So she's like, she's like on all fours on the bed. Yeah. I was like, all right, just relax. Just relax, innit? And then went for it. It's and like, then oh my God. I was like, I was ready for maybe if she just jumps out. I thought yeah. this was one like, that I thought, let me just go for it. Yeah. And then if she doesn't like it, fair enough. Yeah. They'll back out of it. But I want to see if she does like it. Mm-hmm. And then when I did it. Yeah. yeah. Really <laughs> enjoyed it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. okay. So this is what I've been missing. Yeah. <laughs> and like, do you guys talk like afterwards? Like, do you know what I mean? So like after you've tried something new, do you then talk about how the other person felt like about it? Whether you enjoyed it, whether you'd want to do it again? Yeah. So... We might have a conversation about it like straight after mm-hmm. or maybe like the next day or so and say, did you like this? Or what did you think of that? Would you be interested in like trying it again? Or do you want to try like say the next level of it? Like that type of thing okay. and just get a feel for it. And then there's some things that you might try the first time, but it's not until you try it a few times that you get the full yeah. gist of it yeah, yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah. okay. And I think just like, with us just like sex in general we would be talking afterwards like what did you enjoy most about that mm-hmm. and then um or um and then that kind of gets your idea from there you can see how the other person feels like what exactly you were doing that they really liked mm-hmm. and you can know build on build on from there or that might give you more ideas of all right she'd really like this part of what mm-hmm. i was doing let me think of a new idea to like kind of build on that yeah. and try other things okay okay so your marriage, do you do you define it as an open marriage or what do you? Um, 
I don't get offended if anybody like refers to it as like an open marriage, but I don't, technically it's not. Okay. So, for example, we don't do stuff like separately. Okay. That was so really in that sense, yeah, yeah um, it's not open, but yeah, we do both have sex with other people. Okay. I like to the term. I think you said monogamous, non-monogamous. Non, sorry, monogamous, non-monogamous. Yeah. yeah. Or I just like put it under umbrella term, and I just say, yeah, we um, are in the alternative lifestyle. Yeah. And that's just like an all-encompassing thing really to say like yeah the stuff that we do is it's a bit different according yeah. to some people but it's not really like when you look at it it's not like brand new like there's lots of people who do the same type of stuff or have done this type of stuff in history mm -hmm. and different styles of doing things it's just what you see in the mainstream is like everyone is this set way and you're not meant to deviate from it mm, no for real so how did you how did you get to this point? Yeah, like, cause there's times where I think, all right, you know what, if I was married, would I want to, to me, share my partner? Mm. And like, there's times where I'm just like, yeah, man, because I'm, I'm very open-minded. Mm -hmm. And I think there's times where I'm just like, not at all. And I don't know if, if that's like, where my ego starts to come in mm. or wh where I'm, I'm almost kind of treating or thinking, that that person is almost like my property. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm, I'm always like, could I, would I do it? Mm -hmm. um, and I think also because of, of the way that people view it as well, I, I think you have to be very, very sure in what it is that you're gonna do because ultimately the only people that it's gonna affect is you two, like yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm quite in, interested to know if this is something that you always thought would happen or how it even came about, mm. like who said, oh, you know what, we should try, blah, blah, blah. I think that like, it's not something that's like always been there. So like say in the beginning of like our relationship, it wouldn't have been like something I would have ever conceptualized or thought like- Is it? Yeah, yeah like I was just like, why would people do that? So again, as I yeah. said, I'm a, I'm a recovering prude. prude I was just like, yeah. I don't get it. But like, I think it's a lot to do with like how you feel about that person and maybe like the growth in your relationship or how you come into the relationship um, with us. I think the we did some experimenting and exploring like in the beginning, mm -hmm. but um, I think the main turning point was like, um, like we tried some other new things like leading up to getting married as well. And but the main catalyst was like me exploring like my bisexuality okay. or like coming to terms and accepting that that's like who I was yeah. and what that would mean for like the relationship. And because I guess in my mind, I always thought like, oh, I'm straight mm. or I need to be straight and I need to live my life this way mm -hmm. and I need to do this and I need to do that. And that more put a spin on things to say, actually things are not the way that I originally thought oh, it was. Yeah. So if things are different, then that changes everything. Are certain things that I've always like, you know, been quite guarded and rigid about, do they really matter that much mm. if this thing is different now? Because I know that, um, and like, yeah, just like accepting of the changes and realizing that things are not as rigid as you expect them to be. Yeah. And what does that, how does that relate to the other things around yeah, yeah. you? So. Yeah. 
you have had sex with other people within your relationship prior to getting married? With other people? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. No, not no, prior. No. Not prior to getting married. Okay, you mean like both of us? Yeah. Okay, no, not prior to getting married, no. Okay, so how did that come up? Like, so, whose idea was it? So I think it was like after, it was funny because after we got married, that's when Mrs. Truth started to realise that she wasn't um, straight yeah. mm-hmm. and that she um, was bisexual, had feelings for other women. Yeah, spoke about that. Yeah. And um, I guess at that point, it was like, um, because we had, we'd grown together and seen stuff and we got married, at not a kind of a young age and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but to How me- um, so 30 now. So Yeah, so it was married like five years. So when we were like 25, 24. 26 or 26. something. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So um, kind of thing to me, or I guess both of us was like, I didn't ever want to feel like I was making her miss out on part mm. of her life. So when like she realized that she was um, bisexual or that she wanted to, um, she wasn't sure so you know I thought it's best if like she can explore that as well and see how that because to my mind I was kind of like if this is a thing like I don't want to address it like I just want to yeah yeah I just wanted to 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 change like not be that and that was like that was really hard yeah yeah. and then I guess from there you know she um uh, we were okay with her doing meeting other women mm-hmm. to see how that was or to explore that kind of side of things. Mm-hmm. And then she came to terms that, yeah, she was, mm-hmm. you know, um, bisexual. She is into women as well. But, um, and that one was a bit of a, it was, that was a difficult part in yeah. love because yeah. it was like redefining exactly like we're married now and we've always been just the two of us together. Yeah. But now, she likes women as well. Mm. How does that change yeah. the stuff? Um, how does that change um, like our dynamic together? Yeah. And that's just because of the changes stuff and you never, and didn't think that that was gonna happen yeah. or no one ever tells you that this kind of stuff can happen mm-hmm. as well. So that was like difficult to navigate our way around yeah. that. Um, but then just being honest and having difficult conversations mm. with each other and just, that we found just being completely open yeah. And just saying how you really feel yeah. and so on. Um, it got us to the point where we're like, so what do we want to do with this? Or I don't, it's become a stage now where you've been able to see other women and yeah. stuff like that. But then at the same time, you were like, you don't want to see other people without me. Yeah, because I was like, it didn't, it didn't feel right to me because I was like, this isn't like what I want. Like, yeah. I don't want to like, be going about my own business and then he's yeah it just it it just didn't like what I was doing I wanted him to be involved in it yeah. because I wanted him to be there and I wanted him to be part of anything that I was doing yeah. I didn't want to just be like a free agent doing not to say that anything is wrong with that but it's just like it yeah it just wasn't working that mm-hmm. way and yeah but like do you think that could almost come from like a place of of, of guilt because 
I'm like you in the sense where I've always been bi-curious, mm. which is what like I would tell myself. Um, when I was a, a lot younger, I found women very attractive, but from the way that I was brought up mm. and society and friends, it was just like, you don't even want to tell anybody that because that's mad. Like yeah. you're supposed to be straight and that's Same. just what I'm supposed to know. So the older that I've got and and I guess the more honest I've been with, with myself, I've been very much like, okay, well, you know what? I do find other women attractive and mm-hmm. I've explored with, with other women. Um, and I've been as open as I could with that with previous partners. Um, but I know that I had an ex and he just, he didn't understand it at all. And mm-hmm. I think one of his fears almost was the fact that <clears throat> I could probably get something from a woman that he couldn't give me. Mm-hmm. So he was always like, he might make the odd joke about me cheating and would be like, well, you know, like I have to think about whether you're gonna cheat on me with a guy and a yeah. girl. And I was just like, hmm, okay. Mm. Because it wasn't really something that I had thought of because in my mind, like, I'm like, if I'm with you, then I'm with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it was very, very weird. Mm. Um, But I feel like part of why I probably wouldn't have, have done anything was probably out of like guilt. Mm. Um. Because in that relationship, I wasn't at a point where like I was like, I want to share those things with you. Whereas yeah. I think now I would be very much like, well, if I'm going to explore more with other women, then I would want the person that I'm with to have that as well. Yeah. Yeah, like it's... Yeah, I wouldn't say that like it comes from um, a place of guilt. It's just, how can I put it? It's... It's just not as fun when it's me on my own. Yeah. Really. Like the dan like it's just not like as fun. There's that as well. And it's just the times when um we've been with someone else together, like it's just been like so much better. Yeah. And it's just like I don't want to um like I don't have a I'm very happily married and I want to still explore like what my marriage is and you know how we relate to each other mm. and things like that and at the moment there doesn't seem to be like space that I feel for me to want to do things like separately yeah so yeah what do you think yeah I think um yeah I think so I mean um like you were saying of that if you had a partner or, or with a partner and then if you were exploring it, um, having that, I'm um, sorry, being open with that person and wanting to share with them, I think it's in a similar way that with me, or how can I put it? When we say if there's, even when we're meeting women today or mm-hmm. I can speak to other women, but it's at a stage where I don't even think of like doing stuff with another woman. Yeah, It's always like, oh yeah, that woman looks good. Let me see if I can talk to, or, um, you know, Mrs. Truth would like yeah. her. And how could I get, or let me talk to her, maybe introduce her to Mrs. Truth. Or, mm-hmm. So it becomes a dynamic of just, I wanna, or we're attracted to other people and stuff like that, but it's always, how can we bring them into, into your, yeah, 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 like okay. with okay. us rather yeah. than thinking of, oh, I want to 
do this with this yeah. separate person. Separately, it's more like um, fun to meet someone, invite that person into like our space, like we have fun, etc., and like they can go like yeah. their own way. So when you say that you have sex with other people, like is that only other women? No. With other men as well? Yeah. Okay, cool. And how do you like, how do you decide? Like, what's your, like, is there a criteria like, like almost? Or like, how do you kind of get to the point from meeting someone and, and then be like, okay, you know what? I think Mr. or Mrs. Truth might be interested. How do you then have that conversation with that person? And then it goes from there to like the bedroom. Hmm. <laughs> uh, um, I think it's, it depends on those kind of places that you might meet those meet them, other yeah. people. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, you know, if it's, it sounds like we go to like um, some sex clubs and stuff mm -hmm. like yeah. that. Um, so everybody kind of knows the deal yeah, in yeah. those sort of situations. But then also in other situations when you might be yeah. talking to people, meet people online or in yeah. other avenues, you just drop it. I, I don't know. I've just always been a kind of a person where I think just being straight up is the yeah. easiest mm -hmm. way. Like if you just, I'm, I'm not trying to trick anybody yeah. Yeah. or like trying to make them go into something they didn't know. They just be, you know, straight up. Like, yeah, yeah might like you. Um, do you want to try a thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> like people might approach us like as a couple, people might approach us like separately and like one of us might approach somebody, we might approach them as a couple and so forth. Sometimes like might be online, might be like in person, mm -hmm. like say in like say a sex club or like a sex yeah. party or something like that. And yeah. And I think the thing is like, sometimes we can talk to people separately. Like I trust her, Yeah. Um, okay, you know, who she might choose. If she likes someone, then you know, probably that I'm gonna like the person yeah. and vice versa. So sometimes we can- And talk to people separately. Yeah, and then we can then bring them into- Yeah, if they're interested. So um, yeah, I think like just, br I think sometimes like through like social media and stuff, sometimes you can get a gauge of like what people well, are yeah. interested in mm. or curious about as well. Um, and then also when people are like on certain sites, it's like they might specify what it is that they're looking for yeah. as well yeah. so like have you ever had someone who's kind of come in it with a bad intention like almost kind of been like oh yeah I'm, I'm interested in in the two of you but for instance it's, it's only interested like in you or you feel has has almost thought they could drive a wedge between you because obviously you're bringing someone in, into something very very personal mm -hmm. um and I, I think as much as people will kind of state that they have good intentions, mm. some people don't, like that's that's just how people are. I don't think we've ever like had um, interactions with somebody who's like purposely tried to like drive a wedge between us mm. or been like antagonistic in that yeah. type of way. There's been, I think I might've mentioned it on um, Broken Pussy yeah. podcast actually, where we were talking to um, one particular girl and it was like coming across that more of what she was, part of the fantasy for her was almost like being able to break up the couple so that they'd be like the guy would 
choose her okay. over the other girl because yeah. she was like recounting like another experience that she had with like a threesome where um, she was having sex with the guy and then his girlfriend got upset and she was like crying and like, oh, you know, there was like a big bus stuff. And stuff. So she was like, yeah, I found that like really hot and like that, you know, we just continued doing what we were doing even though she was like upset. Oh my God. So it was kind of like that kind of dynamic. Like it never went like any like further anyway, yeah. but it was just like, I could see that what she wanted was not what we were going to be able to give her because yeah. I think her thing was like, I want to, it's more fun to her if the couple are not like a stable couple, yeah. like they're not like as a team. Yeah, yeah. But that one was funny because her and herself, I think that she started to feel uncomfortable with us. Like when we were talking to her, she was, she then started to get a bit funny where yeah. she was like. I think she uh, was surprised I was really unbothered. Like yeah. I was really cool with everything. And like, she weren't expecting that. Yeah. And then she was like, oh no, nah, like, eventually she was like, oh, I don't know if we can do this or I'm not sure if this is, the... she I can't remember exactly, but she was basically kind of backing out of it in a way. And then- She was still sending nudes though. Yeah, then <laughs> afterwards she like, as I stopped talking to her, then afterwards she messaged me back like and said, uh, do you know what? And she she sent like an honest message because she was like, oh, do you know what? Like I felt really intimidated. What about the TV? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So she said, oh yeah, yeah, like I felt really intimidated by, um, you know, by you two. And it was kind of like, it was difficult um, for her to interact properly with us. But she was like, oh, do you still like, I like, really liked you two. Do you still want to try and meet up? I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, like, people are like, no, yeah, because yeah. Exactly. you've already come on quite a bad vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you can't be vexed at us that, like, we're in a couple and we get on. Like, come people on now. People are so mad. Yeah. But people are mad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. people are mad like that. Mate, I'm telling you, like, there are some crazy people out there. And, uh, you know, you, people would say the thing, guys are trash, yeah? Which <laughs> I'll even co-sign and say, guys are trash, yeah? <laughs> but don't think that women are not also trash, trash yeah. on a different level yeah. because you know we've had some really or oh, we've met some really interesting and some really crazy people yeah. like um really fun people as well yeah really fun people yeah. yeah yeah just a mixture like i can remember um yeah one girl talking to we were talking to her she was like oh let's meet up blah 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 sending us hella nudes i didn't even ask her for any nudes yeah. she just bombarding us with nudes all right i was like all right cool then she made her excuse that she couldn't meet us, meet up with her. Mm. Then we went out to a party and she was at the party. And then she was like trying, kept trying to like move to us at the she party. She kept trying to grab us yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, stuff like that. But we were like, let's not give, I'm not going to pay her no attention. Yeah, yeah. Next day, she's belling off, belling off my phone. Like, like, oh, you oh, guys are so hot. Yeah. Like, I really wish we could have played at the party. Yeah. Sending hella nudes again. Yeah. I didn't even ask for sending videos of her, like wow. using a dildo on yeah. herself yeah. and so on. All right, all right. So I said, okay, if you want to watch it, if you're serious, come down on this day. Day comes and then she's not picking up her phone. Yeah. Like, what? But you know, the joke is, yeah, she messaged, like, I think it was like in December. She was like, hi guys, remember me? I'm yeah. so sorry about last time. Like, can we, can we link up? Do you think... She she was scared to like go the yeah. full yeah. way. This or? like this happens like you can see it 
And like, there's been like, Seven there's months. another occasion as well where um, this girl said that she was gonna come and like meet up with us. Again, sending news I never asked for, like talking all big, mm-hmm. stuff like that, said she's gonna come down. The day comes down, she said like, she's not free. Some family thing came up. Okay, cool. Yeah. So my thing is that if you cancel, it's on you now to reschedule yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. So she's like, oh yeah, we can do another day and we can do this and blah, blah, blah. So she's set up like the other day and then like she goes again. Mm. So I don't hear from her. So then like months and months go past and then she just starts messaging me out of the blue and like I saw the message, I ignored it. Then she kept messaging me again and said like, hi, are you free tonight? I was like, what do you mean? Free tonight? Yeah. <laughs> She was like, yeah, I really want to see you guys. And I was like, do you have like the wrong number? Or like, do you mean to be texting me? And then she was like, yeah, yeah, like I want to like, I really want to like have a threesome and like I'm free tonight and I can do this. And, and I just said like, look, after what happened the last time, yeah, yeah no. I'm not interested. Yeah. But this girl, she kept texting me and she kept sending me nudes and she kept like, it, it's like she was getting desperate. And I was like, look, if you want to meet up, then you like arrange it or whatever and then come talk to me. Then like, I didn't hear from her. I wasn't taking it seriously yeah, anyway. Yeah. Then she starts messaging me again. This time I just didn't even reply. Mm. What this girl does now is she texts him. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't know. But like now she's talking to him and like, now they've like set up something. And I was like, this is that same girl. <laughs> this is that same girl. And I had like half a mind to just be like, you know what? Like just lock it off. But like she actually came down. Oh, okay. So it actually went through, but it was just like, what was all that about? And then I realized what it is. She has a boyfriend. But her boyfriend doesn't? No. no. Yeah. So probably all that time, wow. she's trying to find a convenient time, time to make it happen so that he doesn't know. And Do you know yeah. how- like, I get it, but that that's obviously such a huge part of her life that she's having to hide. Mm. I yeah. think that's so mad. Like... Yeah, probably her boyfriend doesn't know that she's into women yeah. And, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but you get, like, I think a lot of people, like, especially when they haven't come to terms with, like, their sexuality, sexuality and, like, yeah. um, not even just, like, say, not being straight, but as in accepting, I want to do this particular thing mm-hmm. and, like, putting both feet into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes people very like unsure, like they half-heartedly do something. And then when it comes down to it, like the pressure of it, like gets on them. And then, yeah, so. Do you, um, do you ever feel like people see you as a fetish, like as a young black couple? Um, like, do you ever experience that or no? I guess like kind of, but like not, in a way that like affects us in a major way. Like yeah. sometimes like um, different white couples or like white people have approached us and like from the way that they've worded the message, you already know what yeah. time uh, it is. I want know. a BBC. Yeah. BBC, like, that's what they're like to um, big black cock. They're like, yeah. oh, I want a BBC for my wife. They'll be messaging us. Like, like you know what? you're talking about yeah. a human being, yeah. right? And it's just, <laughs> yeah. Or like, I remember that time where there was like one girl who like, messaged us and she said that um, her fantasy is to be dominated by a black couple. And what she was saying is that like, she feels that 
the world has like oppressed black people yeah. so much <laughs> oh, wow. that she wants us to basically like Take it out fuck it. her up yeah. as reparations. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She wants to be our savior. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, my yeah, parents Jesus. are really racist. Like, I feel like the world is really racist. Yeah. And like, just I just feel this me. guilt. And like, I just, yeah. Take it out. I just her. want you guys to just unleash on me. <laughs> I'm actually in shock. Yeah. Like, n- most things don't shock me, but I'm 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 slightly <laughs> in shock because oh okay that's that's very interesting that's that's very mad but that's, yeah. that's very interesting um oh what was I gonna say um oh damn it well can I just I just add on to that one yeah, like with so like we do get some messages from or from like white people yeah. online saying mad stuff like that but generally when we've met up met people like when we've been out at clubs or different mm-hmm. things and we've met people in there usually the vibe has actually been really friendly yeah and stuff. if not like there's that one guy who came up to you like when we were um we did some stuff in a sex club and this guy was like watching us mm-hmm. and then like i went off somewhere and then he came up to you and said like oh yeah black girls are just my thing you know yeah 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 so that but, was like apart from that yeah they haven't really had uh, i wouldn't say really uh or the different clubs and things we've been to have usually been quite welcoming mm-hmm. and i yeah i wouldn't say that we felt that oh there's um you know these white people or mm-hmm. whoever are looking at us or in a particular way yeah, or, way, yeah, yeah. or um that we felt disrespected mm-hmm. obviously it might be different because we go there as a couple it might yeah. be different for a single yeah, woman yeah. to be there yeah, compared to a couple but yeah i do so think far. that makes a difference like as well um, like being like in attendance with like a guy, I feel like there's just certain things that people won't do. Yeah, like as much. Um, yeah, when you're a couple. What kind of clubs do you go to? Like, if you're happy to share. Um. Or, like, so the names of them, even. Big. Um. Good. The the main place that I would say there's a place called Hellfire Club. Okay. Yeah. Which is in Sun Sunbury on Thames. Yeah. yeah past Twickenham like, area. Okay. This place is crazy because it's like the ground floor, there's a dungeon. Okay. Where they've got like proper dungeon equipment. They've got the cross that you can oh, yeah, tie Saint people, Andrew's uh, cross. Yeah, tie people on a cross. They've, they've got, got a cage. Cage. They got coffin in there that you yeah. can go in and people. And can it's got touch holes you. so that you can like put your hands through and touch the person inside oh, it and shit. stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, then also at the basement they've got like um, uh, glory holes for yeah. people oh, to yeah, yeah. stuff in. Then upstairs they've got like stripper pole, porn cinema. Yeah. Um, I want to go to a porn cinema so badly, but yeah, obviously that one is like quite good because it's like got the cinema type seats as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And like they've got one of the things that I think is um, a feature that I really appreciate about that place is that they have separate rooms, but each of the rooms has like a window. So in the window, um, you also have like blinds mm-hmm. and it has a door that can lock. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go and play there and you just want to be there and not like have anybody looking at you, you can just put the blinds down, yeah. lock the door. Yeah. But then if you want to be an exhibitionist, but not have anyone join you, you can lock the door and leave the blinds, the blinds up and up. let them watch you. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to invite people, you can unlock the door or leave it unlocked and just invite people in. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's easy for you to like, set your boundaries of yeah. like what you're comfortable with and make choices. Cause like a lot of the other places, like not to say that it's like a bad thing. It's more like there'll be rooms and there'll be beds and there'll be this. And it's like more of a, like you will have to talk more to 
establish what yeah. you do and don't mm-hmm. want to do. There was what when we went there one time, there was like this American girl, mm-hmm. and I think she was over for like she was an exchange student or yeah, something. Yeah. And she was just having mad she orgies. She was getting her she life. Was getting <laughs> she was getting fucked. her life. And she was just like, yeah, I've exchanged you. Like, no one's going to know when yeah. I go back home, innit? Yeah. So, so she was one just... minute you're there, like, she's over there and she's got, like, six men on her. Then the next minute, like, she's in this other orgy with other people as well. Mad. But she was like, she was just enjoying herself, yeah. man. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you been to any clubs or do you think that you would want to go to like a um, club or something? I definitely do. So, and I, and I think I've said it on the pod before. One of my like fantasies is to go to a club with like a partner mm-hmm. and to like watch them either have sex with another girl. But like I would get to pick the girl okay. and be like, all right, I want you to fuck her or I want yeah. her to give you head. Like there's... I feel like when it comes to me, like it's the whole power thing. Like mm. I'm, I think I'm a switch, mm-hmm. but there's times where same. like I proper want to exert like pure power, mm-hmm. like pure. Um, same. Yeah, like be like, okay, this is what you're doing. Do yeah. like this. Da, 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 da. Um, so I actually haven't been to a club as of yet, but I, I think it's it's just because I'm very, um, I'm very particular about the types of spaces that I'll put myself into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I probably haven't heard from like someone that I trust, say, well, you know what, I've been here and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna be very apprehensive. Yeah. Um, and I'm also quite apprehensive of going by myself. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Um, just cause I've heard different people give like different, um, different things that they have witnessed of, of girls that have gone by themselves where you do get guys that can be like total creeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I think I'm still trying to find that one place that I'm like, okay, you yeah. know what? That's where yeah. I want to go. So the place that you've just said to me sounds perfect because yeah. you get that that opportunity to be open with other people or to mm-hmm. be completely private. Yeah. Um, yes. So that appeals yeah. to me more yeah. personally. And it's fun, like when you bring like um, like your own people with yeah. you as well, because then it's like you already have like your established group yeah. or dynamic where even if like there's people there that you don't want to play with mm-hmm. on that particular day or even if you don't want to play that day and just observe um you're around people that you feel comfortable with yeah. as well yeah. um and also like touching on the thing that you said about um being able to be with a partner and point out who you yeah. want them to be with as well i think that's another thing that like i really enjoy about the dynamic because which is quite like beautiful to me as well yeah. as like to have your partner like enjoying themselves and you're enjoying yeah, them and the other person exactly. is enjoying them yeah. and it's like having all of that interaction and all of these different mm. things like happening it's just like yeah I'm I'm a pleaser like anyone that I'm, I'm with I want them to be sexually pleased mm. so I think for me that's where the, the thoughts of being that open have have come from yeah because I'm just like I, I don't want to limit anyone's pleasure. Mm-hmm. And like, as much as I can please you, like there are so many other things that we can try and we can just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause like when you, th- things don't have, to, things can be as open or as closed as you want them, want them to, to be, be really. Yeah, like there's no like set way of how to be. Like you can do, as long as like it's consensual and it's not harming anyone, exactly. you can do whatever it is that you want. Yeah. So. It's like, if there's something that works for you, other people might not approve of it, 
But if it's working for you, does it mm-hmm. does it really matter though? That so. um, brings me on to my, my next question. Do your friends and family know how open you guys are? Um, I think at this stage, like um, most of my friends know yeah. at least about my sexuality yeah. or they should know by now anyway, because yeah. like it's not something that like I hide. Yeah. Um, in terms of like the alternative lifestyle stuff, like some of my friends like do know. Okay. Um, cool. I'm like, we have conversations and stuff about it. Mm. Yeah, for me, um, my family don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's just partly because um, I'm Nigerian. Okay. And just Same. it just doesn't, like, even if we were just uh, in a normal uh, marriage, mm-hmm. having sex and stuff, I still wouldn't, wouldn't talk to them. Yeah, yeah about like, for real. Your sex life wouldn't really, like, come up yeah. to so, talk to your family about. Exactly. So family don't know. Um, Friends-wise, um, maybe, like, one one or two of my friends mm-hmm. um, know about it. Um, but then I've ended up making, or you make friends from, like, this kind of circle yeah, of things. Okay. And then... You know, those people, you, that side, I guess, more open. To yeah, you. yeah, as well. Because um, I think, um, as a man, I'm sure that, that there might be guys listening that are thinking, right, like, that's the dream, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To have your girl and be able to have sex with other women as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, do you guys ever get, like, any backlash? Like, especially online Mm. I think maybe it's something to do with like Tumblr itself, which again, it's not a perfect space. Yeah. And maybe just for some reason, how people interact with me like on Tumblr is that I've not really seen, not many people like say anything to me to Mm. like to say negative, like, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Or you're just doing it for your husband. Or like, I don't really get that. There's been like... um, one time a girl like sent me a question to say that uh, she's by, it wasn't even really a uh, question. It was just like more just statements. She was saying that she's bisexual and she feels that like bisexual people are letting themselves down by being too like sex obsessed as in like, why do we have to do threesomes? Why do we have to like be non-monogamous? Why can't, basically why can't we be normal and have like, normal relationships and we need to show people that basically bisexuals can be normal people and like I sort of answered it to say like okay all of us bisexuals are not the same yeah so it's perfectly fine and perfectly doable for like a lot of bisexuals they're not interested they're not interested in threesomes they want to have like one partner at a time and that's what they're into then there's others who are not Mm -hmm. as well and I was saying a threesome is not even something that's ex- exclusive to bisexual people mm-hmm. because you can have a variety of different types of threesomes. Yeah. So that doesn't matter anyway. And on top of that, like, why why should I do? Why should I? Like, like who who does it hurt? And also, like, you're not putting the same pressure on, like, say, if it's a heterosexual man mm-hmm. and all his life he wants to just be a bachelor and sleep with lots of different women, nobody will say that he's putting heterosexuality down. Yeah. It will just be seen as, like, oh, that's just what that guy yeah. does. But when it's me now or, like, when it's other bisexuals, we need to live our lives by this certain tightrope. Otherwise, we're not real or we're not, like, fit members of society or we're not this. And it's just like, why should I do? If you want to be... I'm not going to say regular. If you want to do like things in the traditional way, mm-hmm. no one's stopping you from doing that. 
But me doing things in a different way or other people doing things in a different way yeah. is not affecting you. Yeah, and and like, what, what's even normal? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's no such thing yeah, as there's, that. Yeah, there's no such thing at all. And like, I feel like with, with people that, that think that way, like, I, I don't hold anything against them, but I do just think, have you not ever once thought what I've been taught is completely right? And I think that's where the the change happened for me, where I, I kind of checked out of all of these constructs that I've been fed from such a young age, which mm. I just thought, I just have to follow these. Yeah. So when I actually took the time to think, well, does like a quote unquote normal marriage, is that outdated mm. to kind of expect two people to only have sex with each other for the rest of their lives like mm. and I'm I'm not I'm not trying to disrespect marriage at all because I think it's a beautiful thing mm. but I just don't think it's right for people to kind of say well you're only supposed to do it this way yeah. and anything that's outside of that is wrong and you people are mad like things like that I, mm. I, I don't agree with at all um but I do wonder like if it is a bit of an an, an outdated norm that we've been fed i uh, i wouldn't say that um it's outdated mm -hmm. i think it's just that it's been set as the standard and a lot of people have been pushed into the standard when they might be something else yeah and i think that also relationships grow and change you grow and change as a person and usually the blueprint that you're given is that you'll meet your person you're settled down and, you're, and people don't really think about what happens after that. Mm -hmm. But during that, you'll still be developing as a person. Your likes and dislikes might change. And like as a couple or, or even as more than a couple or as a single person, like you would want the people around you to like grow with you and, you know, see you will, you will still be learning and growing as you mm. go along as a person. So say, for example, there might be some people who are polyamorous now. Yeah. But as they get older or like in different situations, they might be monogamous yeah. for like a period of time. And then they might change things in that particular way too. So I think if more people were open and like unafraid and felt supported in making alternative choices, mm -hmm. they might find that there's other things that fit them better. Yeah or they might tweak certain things to um, be more to their taste, yeah. rather than, I need to get married by this age, yeah. I need to have children by this age, because this is what society tells me. It's, you have to think about what is it that you actually want. Yeah, for and through like everything that like say I've done as well, I know that I wanted to be married. Like I wanted to have this person in my life, even if we weren't like married, it's like, this is who I want to be with in this life mm. but it doesn't mean that we now cease to be individuals or that we will never grow and develop from because life is not static yeah yeah and um like we've gone to like museums of erotica and stuff like that and you see stuff like they had pieces of work that were from a thousand years ago mm. showing threesomes or orgies yeah it's and not new yeah, yeah. it's been Nothing it's like yeah. it's throughout time you know there's always been this kind of mm -hmm. stuff and um only if you think of it like fairly recently in humanity did they make marriage which came out of a certain 
way of controlling people yeah, as well. Yeah, and like mm. a lot of misogynistic yeah. stuff and, you know. And so, you know, you can't say to people, oh, this is the right way to do things mm-hmm. when, you know, it's, you know, it's based in a lot of it is control. A lot of it was control over women, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, so you can't um, say that you have to do it in this particular way. Yeah. Uh, definitely for like, when I chose to uh, uh, propose or to get married, um, it wasn't an idea that I have to do it in a particular way. It was just that, you know, I want to do this show to show how important she mm-hmm. is in my life. And I want her to, um, to you know, make this commitment to her. But how that's going to go is open. We can yeah. make it however we yeah. want to do. I'm yeah. not, And even from our wedding, you know, I'm Nigerian, but I didn't do everything in the traditional way. I just did the things that, you know, we wanted to do yeah. Yeah. rather than following. So it's like a mix of like our cultures in the way that we wanted it to be. Yeah. And like, even though we had like different family members that like, you should do it this way and you should do it that way. It's like, okay, but it's our wedding. Like we want to mm. have this party and this celebration in our own way. Do, do you feel like um, a lot of people in our generation now that are getting married is, is out of pressure? Cause like that's, honestly, when I see like, huge weddings that are like all over Instagram and Mm. and things like that. I can't understand it Mm. because, oh God, how do I put this? Um, I do feel like sometimes people want to get married for show Mm. to be Mm -hmm. like, you know what, this is the kind of wedding that I had and blah, blah, blah. And I worry that not everyone thinks, okay, well, you know what, me being married is more than just my wedding day. Mm-hmm. Like so many things can can change after you actually get married. Obviously I, I can't speak from from that because I'm not actually married. Mm-hmm. But as a married couple, like do you feel like there's there's things that you either learn after you got married or you just weren't prepared for that is is just I don't know yeah, if I, what I'm I'm trying to ask is yeah, even making I think you say it's like are you prepared or is the society- Is it pre- real? Yeah, is it real? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, is it real? You? Like, uh, I'd, I'd say, you know what, we read somewhere before they said like the hardest, the first year of marriage is the hardest part yeah, of marriage. Yeah. And in our marriage, that was probably yeah, that was the true. most difficult part. Because I think that a lot of times, you know, once you get married, sometimes people, you then feel, or you can almost feel a bit more comfortable in yourself yeah, at that yeah. point. And then you can start relaxing a bit, or relaxing and expressing more of yourself. Yeah. Whereas when you're dating or something, you might feel- It's more like you're going towards marriage. Like sometimes when people like date is like, uh, we're building up to this, um, this peak point. Mm. Um, and then when you get there, it's like, okay, what happens next now and there's what? more yeah. things to think about mm-hmm. that's not the end point and I think that's like how people approach it is like once I get married I'll have achieved everything that I need to yeah like in my life and then that's it but you still got a lot of years like, left if you think about <laughs> yeah. it like our life expectancy is now what like 90 100 years old yeah. and like most people get married around like 25 30 yeah. what are you gonna do with the rest of your life yeah. Like, how is that going to look like? And especially like if if in your mind that that's your goal. Yeah. yeah. Then let's just say, all right, you're 30, you get married. What are you going to do now? Like, yeah. yeah. But also, you know, I feel this might be a, a deeper issue or something, but like society in general is, um, 
you know, very uh, misogynistic. Yeah. And I honestly think that probably, like, you know, you might say that, I don't know, like 90% of white people are racist. Yeah. Probably 90% of men are misogynists. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you think the way that um, guys talk about women, you're like, do you actually like her? Yeah. yeah. Do you actually like, do you, could you actually talk to your wife or whoever it is mm. and see them as a person? Yeah. Because a lot of times guys don't even take what the woman is saying as serious. They'll rather talk to their, fr- take an opinion from a man rather than the woman. So you're thinking, shit, you're married or you're together with this person. Do you actually like, like them, them or yeah. is it? Even like when gonna, some guys go on, like after they've proposed to a woman or like they, like I saw one tweet about where they were like, I don't want anyone to refer to me as like a ball and chain. And it's like, bruv, you proposed to the woman and asked her to marry you. So why are you now acting like she's a liability? Like no one forced you. But sometimes when you hear people talk about it, they're like, oh yeah, we've been together for X amount of years. If I don't marry her by this point, she's gonna kick off. So like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead with it. And it's just like, why though? And, And with the big weddings thing as well, like I was thinking to myself, it doesn't make sense for you to like, break your back to spend like tens of thousands of pounds on a wedding. But then I started to look at it again and I was like, with the trajectory of how like a lot of people's relationships are sadly, like you might as well have a big blowout in it because like (laughs) the way that some people talk about um, their relationships is like, they know that the woman's gonna have to plan the whole wedding like basically by herself when they have the kids, she's basically going to be like a single parent, even though like the husband is there. More than likely, the husband's going to be like unfaithful and then he's not going to help out with any housework or do anything. And then it's going to be like there are two strangers in the same house. So I guess you might as well have this big party and like enjoy it while it lasts. But really, things shouldn't even have to be that way. Mm -hmm. Like I've I've met um, women who they have got married and it is exactly like you said, it's mm. like they're a single parent because it's like the husband's there, but he's not really there. Mm-hmm. Like one thing that always, always grinds me is like, if I hear a guy like, oh, like I can't go out because I'm babysitting. I'm like, your own child. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not babysitting. Like yeah. you're looking after your child. Yeah. But some guys, and I'm not bashing men, I, I say this all the time, but some guys have such a huge expectancy that yes, I'm a dad, but she is the sole caregiver yeah. like, of this kid. And then I kind of, you know, like I'm, I come home after work mm. and then I do my thing, give yeah. them my bath, blah, blah, blah. And that's my job done. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, like the way society is and the way our generation is like, it, it honestly scares me because I'm just like, I, th- I feel like this isn't how things are yeah. supposed to be. But do you know what? This is probably this is probably as good as it's been for <laughs> a long time because it was I probably know. worse back in the day. Because yeah. like, now people you, are more clued up. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, probably in our parents' generations and stuff yeah. like that, they would rather, like, if, some, if there was a mum there with a child, she'd rather... I've heard stories of people, they send their child back to like Nigeria yeah. instead of letting, if they're going to be too busy at work, yeah. instead of letting the dad look after the after child. Them. Yeah. Because like, I'd rather my mum looks after yeah. my child than the father yeah, and, and of the thing. Even like, um, I've, I've known of loads of aunties that have kind of stayed in, in, 
in a marriage that they blatantly hate because of the shame of getting divorced. Yeah. Mm. And it's yeah. just like, so I guess for our lot, like people will just get divorced and be like, I'm not gonna stay in that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that's better than w- what it was before. Yeah. Um, because like I was even um, having a look at the percentage of, of divorces. Mm. Um, one stat, which I don't know if I believed it, but they had claimed that 92% of open marriages end in divorce. And I was just like, that's really, really high. Mm. Um, but then on the flip side, another stat had said that, yes, so this was for this year, that 42% of marriages end in divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just giving me like crazy numbers. And I was just like, why? Because in my mind, if you've been with someone f- for so long, when you get married, nothing should change. Yeah. But that, that could be a very naive way of thinking. And especially because they do say that like the first year is the hardest. Mm. So like, is it like a case where, where people don't um, work at it enough or the fact that we are very used to being like, if it's not working, I'm out. So that could be like a job. Like mm. I'm I'm very much like that where like, if I'm in a job and I don't like it, I'm just like, like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna leave. So um, I don't know if that's, that's just yeah. our way of, of, of thinking. I'm not sure, I think, in the older gen, I don't like when people like romanticize how things were back in the day when people say like, oh, um, my grandparents, they um, stayed married until mm. death and like, you know, but was the marriage happy though? Yeah. Because like, um, like for like my grandparents, like I, I definitely, they never broke up, yeah. but I definitely did not want to replicate that type yeah. of relationship yeah. myself. But like, I don't think it's a bad thing if people can look and see that they're in a situation that they're not enjoying and be able to leave it. Yeah. If they know that it's not right for them. And sometimes it might not be a matter of like working through things. They might just have think like life can happen Mm -hmm. where maybe they didn't realize certain things and that, you know, um, the person is like vastly different or like there's so many variables. So I wouldn't say that divorce in and of itself is necessarily like a bad thing. Yeah. I do think sometimes when we, like the approach that sometimes we're taught to to come to relationships with is not very helpful. So like if we just see human beings as assets yeah. or like as just our property and like not as their own like individuals, then that's where things can like become a problem as well. Mm-hmm. And like really like fully like loving and accepting somebody yeah. as well is like quite a big deal, which I don't think, it's hard for a lot of people to grasp as well. Mm -hmm. And being like there for each other and like properly putting each other first because certain things like say what we were talking about where the husband doesn't help out with certain things. You would think if you care and you love about that, you love that person, wouldn't you want to like support them and make sure that all of the work doesn't fall on them? Mm -hmm. Or like say, a lot of men saying that they can't, they don't feel that they can talk to their partners about like say depression or things that they're going through. Mm -hmm. It's like, again, what is it about you in a relationship where you have this need for um, your husband to be this unshakable or your partner to be this unshakable being that he can't have any sort of emotional vulnerability Mm -hmm. like with you? Like, 
what like have you are you really fully loving the person like and I think there are some things that we have to learn that it's not just the strong feelings that you have for somebody but you need to learn the proper ways to express that yeah. to them yeah, yeah and like you know treat them how they need to be treated mm-hmm. yes definitely yeah and I, I just think it might be also the case that <clears throat> with the pressure in society to have to get married or yeah to get married and stuff that people are going into it when they probably shouldn't have they shouldn't do yeah. or that they're with people you know th- that they probably shouldn't be with and then after they as we said they reach this goal of yeah all right i've got here they're like shit like yeah like yeah <laughs> what's next yeah what's next like i have to actually spend the rest of my life with, with this, this person, person. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then they're just like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. We're like slowly running out of time, which is annoying. <laughs> um, I wanted, so before I ask some of the questions that were sent in from my listeners, there's a toy that you put up on Twitter like the other day, mm. the um, electronic one. Oh, yeah, that one. Have you used that yet? I've shocked myself with it. It left a mark. Because <laughs> honestly, yeah, I was so I was so interested. I was just like, I wonder what that's like. Because like I I enjoy like hot wax play. Yeah, I, same. I love it. And so when I first did it, I was very shocked at how much I liked the pain of it mm-hmm. because it's not like it's it's like a quick sting. Mm. Yeah, it's like slow burn. Yeah. So then I was just like. I wonder what other like things I yeah. would like. Then you posted that and I was just like, hmm. <laughs> it's like more powerful than I anticipated it to be. And you can like hold the button to like charge it up more. So there's another one that I've tried, which is a bit more like light. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. This one is more like heavy duty. Yeah. So it's probably like, if you get like shocked on like the bum and stuff, yeah. it's probably like if you do it that better if you do it that way. I was like testing it out on my arms because anything else that like I'm going to use on somebody, I need to know what it's like myself. Yeah, and then also real. I enjoy pain as well because I want to get shocked too. So yeah. it's like, yeah. So I need to find out what it's like, but yeah, like it hurts like a bit. <laughs> it hurts like a bit. And it left a mark, you said? Yeah, so like I've still got them. No. Yeah, so I've got like, cause it's got like two prongs like at the top of it. Yeah. Cause I bought it because it looked like a knife and I was like, yeah, I like this style. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it's like, I've got like different prong marks on my arm now. Yeah. Oh, mad. So, but yeah, it's fun. We haven't had a chance to play with it yeah. yet, but yeah. we'll mm-hmm. say we're going to play with it over Like at week. some point, yeah, like yeah. over the weekend. Okay. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. You know the thing that, because you said that you are interested in the wax play, which mm. we, we really enjoy. Yeah. But the thing that I found really interesting was that quite because we've got into the last like couple of years we've got into bdsm yeah quite a lot and um especially with bondage and rope tying and then mm-hmm. the, um you know being dominant like flogging for, and stuff. yeah, yeah. usually when or we then met a lot of women who had never done any of that stuff but then when we start to tell them that yeah we're into this and so on they start yeah, to open up. up yeah yeah they start <laughs> open up and say hey do you, actually do you know what i really i've wanted like to I get i kind of want to try yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I would actually say it's probably like most, most of them yeah. that we meet are like they actually want to try yeah. the more the BDSM stuff, whether that's either getting tied up, mm-hmm. um, getting choked or getting spanked or yeah, hit with things. Surprising. So yeah, I would say like almost 
every girl. Yeah. 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 So like one of the um, funniest ones as well is like we met someone, we said like, oh, we're into this stuff. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not into like pain or anything. Like I don't mind like being told what to do, but I'm not into that pain stuff. When it actually got down to it, yeah. <laughs> This girl wanted to do everything. Yeah. Like I was taking out, I was like, oh, so you want to do that? He's yeah. like, okay, cool. Like bring out the whip, bring yeah. out this. But yeah, that was really fun. My, um, I think my like for BDSM has definitely grown. Mm-hmm. And I think I noticed it in the type of porn that, that I was watching. Right. Like it was a lot more intense. So I was like, mm, okay, cool. Mm. And I've grown like a serious like for pain. Like mm. I really enjoy being hit. Um, especially with a whip. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. I think what I've enjoyed about that the most is when I'm tied up, so I physically cannot move. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. do anything. Like I literally have to stand and take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's definitely um, grown, and I think I've I've just been more more open to understanding it. And I think before, like I, like I was just like, why do people do that? Yeah. yeah. But when you actually think about how much trust you have to have for mm-hmm. the person that is being the dumb yeah to, to not take anything too far yeah, yeah like it's a big deal like do you know what i mean yeah yeah so, um, yeah i think that's like yeah it's definitely like a trust element yeah so it is good that like like so many people have felt that they trust us enough yeah for real to do that as well um yeah, for real. All right, let me dive into these questions. Okay. There's, there's four. All right, let's do it. Um, so one of the, the questions were, how are are you able to do this, which I'm guessing is being open, um, in a healthy way to ensure that feelings aren't caught and that the marriage isn't jeopardized in the process? Um, I would say communication mm-hmm. is a big thing like really just being open with each other mm-hmm. um and we've learned over the years to just be completely open and to know that um you know I I know that Mrs Truth doesn't want to do anything to hurt me yeah so even if um it's an uncomfortable conversation I know that it's not because she's doing it out of malice or yeah. whatever it is it's just you know you can't control human beings or whatever it is and mm. we all have our own different feelings or whatever yeah so it's just better to talk about it mm. and then then you know it's not coming from a bad place or whatever it yeah. is yeah and you can resolve it yeah okay the next one was have they ever experienced one or the other having more fun with another person they've invited in the bedroom mm. i think there was like um one time where Okay, so at the time I wasn't um, able to like say take any like drugs or anything like that because of like the medication that I was on. And um, Mr. Truth and like the other girl, they, I was just like, no, it's cool. Like you guys like get high about me, like have fun. And like at the time, like I was um, sober and like obviously they're having like a really good time because like they're high and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not high though. (laughs) And it's like, they're having like, and like, I'm having to like control them because like they're oh, all over yeah, the place yeah. because like they're high and stuff. And it's like looking after like two naughty kids. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is like, I felt like jealous because it's like, I want to be like having that yeah. amount of fun as well, mm. like be involved in that. So like from there, like I just learned that it's better if either 
no one's high or like we're all high <laughs> yeah, yeah but like it wasn't like oh i feel like it was like a big deal or something yeah, yeah. okay that's fair um one of the questions we've, we've kind of touched on um that they wanted to know if this is something that you do occasionally but obviously this is part of your actual lifestyle mm. so that's fine um and then the last one which we might have touched on um, they wanted to know who initiated it and how did you feel the first time you ever brought somebody into the bedroom? Mm. So I think this time we, the first time we had spoken about it like a few times and decided that we were going to go ahead with it. Mm-hmm. And then the first girl, like I spoke to her first, so yeah. I guess it was me who like first made like contact with yeah. her and we were chatting and stuff like that. Um, so it was, the question was like, how did it go the first time? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we met up and stuff and it was like, it was like really fun. Okay, like we did everything, know. like it was sick. I think that was like the first time that I choked somebody as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was like the first time. And then afterwards, I guess it was just like processing like, wow, that really happened. Yeah. Do we feel normal after? Like, is everything changed? Is yeah, everything it was different? A, it was a lot because the first person we done through, she was like open to everything. Yeah, okay. You know, at, and you know, at that time we hadn't, um, so we weren't doing as much then as we were doing now because that was the first threesome we yeah. had had. Yeah. But it was just like you want to do what? <laughs> yeah. You do this and yeah. like the wildest thing. I think the thing that really kind of blew my mind it was like, I think that I came like in your mouth yeah and then she was like oh she is kissing me so like yeah, yeah, yeah so and i was like shit yeah that blew is- your mind <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, we, we did a lot that yeah night. yeah and so yeah i guess because that time we were just afterwards you know and discussing it i think the next morning we went at, like for breakfast we went to brunch, brunch. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like wow okay yeah like, okay. Rah, that and really happened we were just talking about it and it, you know we had so much fun and stuff like mm-hmm. that at that time but then still at the same time because it was the first time we had we had done it there was still you know a lot of discussion to have yeah, yeah. or like so, did you feel uncomfortable like mm-hmm. at these parts or like if we were to do this again what we would do differently and like how we would handle this so, yeah. yeah that's cool um, any any quick tips or advice that, that you would give to any couples that are like discussing it but haven't quite decided to go the full way or anyone that kind of wants to bring it up to their partner mm. but doesn't quite know how? Mm. Um, my, my advice would be just to be completely open and honest yeah. and, you know, tell the person, you know, you know, it's not that they're inadequate or whatever in any mm. way it's just this is something that you feel that you want to explore with them together yeah. um and i'm guessing a lot of people feel insecure about this because they feel is the person just bringing this up because they want to do something with somebody else, somebody else. Yeah. and if that's not the case you should like try and make that be known that no this is something i want to explore yeah. like with you not yeah i'd say um be supportive of your partner. So one of the things that obviously um, makes people apprehensive about doing this thing is how they're gonna feel about their partner being with somebody else. Yeah. And like feeling that that is something that takes away from them, that basically yeah. the idea that 
if your partner is with you, they shouldn't want anybody else. else yeah. So I think that it's a big thing to like reassure your partner um, and also like talk about things that like might make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So like, I remember when I was first um, like reading up on threesomes before like we went ahead and did it. And one of the, I was reading like stuff that can go wrong. And one of the things they said is like where, um, the girl had like left the room at one point mm. and her her partner and the other girl had like continued okay, to have yeah, sex yeah. and she felt like a way about it. And at the time I felt like, oh, that's, I feel like that would like be really hurtful yeah. if like they had just like continued. But like when it actually like happened, I've realized that that's not something that I'm bothered about yeah, yeah. at all. But I think it's like thinking about if in this scenario, what would you want to happen? Would you prefer for people to like stop when you've left okay, the room. Yeah. So talk about things like that yeah. as well, so that it's not like when it comes up in the moment, you're like shocked, shocked and nobody yeah. knows how to, to act and like check in with your partner to be like, maybe like tap them, take them to one side, said like, is everything cool, mm. etc. Like just check in with them so that, you know, all of you need to feel comfortable in what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, for real. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah, I found this very insightful for myself every time. Um, and like I said, I'm I'm quite in awe of, of you two as a couple because like you give off such a, a calming aura. Like Thanks. I feel Thank like you, you guys are so in tune, um, which you don't see a lot with couples. And I appreciate your honesty as well. No, it's been great. Um, do you want to plug any socials? Like let no let people know where they can find you? Um, so I am mainly on Tumblr. So my website or my blog is truthinthebooty.tumblr.com. And I'm also on Twitter, which is just at truthinthebooty. Mm -hmm. And I also have um, a podcast as well. So that's just the Truth in the Booty podcast. So that's on Apple and it's on SoundCloud as well. Yeah. And then I just help out with your podcast. So, <laughs> so yeah, More he features hell. like <laughs> on like the podcast okay. as well. And like, yeah. you know, I talk about him. I post some pictures of him sometimes as well. I think Tumblr have taken down one of them actually, oh. which is like annoying. I didn't actually think you posted pictures of him. Like in all honesty. Yeah, like on Tumblr, yeah. like we've had um, like different, back in the day when Tumblr was like wild, yeah. basically like, there's just so many pictures. Yeah. It's just that I'm more reserved with it on Twitter because it's like a different space. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 100%. And guys, thank you so much again for listening to another episode. Um, like I said, you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter and at Just a Tip Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And this podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple iTunes, Spotify. Is that it? SoundCloud. I think so. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah. And guys, please don't forget to rate and review. I'm going to keep saying it until more people do it. Yes, thank you guys for listening and I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye. I know you want to. I know you want to. I know you want to. Me, I play. I like to play cheek to cheek.